Street Photography Magazine podcast, episode number 65, Street Photography and Business Travel with Suzanne Baumgartner. Hello and welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine. And before we get into our show, I just wanted to let you know that the February 2020 issue of Street Photography Magazine is now available. And this show is running a couple days late because it happened to coincide with the publishing date of the magazine. And of course, we have to get the magazine out first. Today, our guest is Suzanne Baumgartner. She is a prolific street photographer from Switzerland, and she's been at it regularly for over 15 years. I had an opportunity to meet Suzanne personally at the Miami Street Photography Festival back in December 2018. She was there as a finalist in the singles competition, and after seeing her body of work, I was not surprised. She's really good. As a pharmaceutical rep, Suzanne is required to travel to various parts of Europe for her job. This enables her to practice street photography during her free time on the road, and that's great. That's better than sitting around in the bars. Now, many of us in the U.S. would gladly spend thousands of dollars just to get to the places that Suzanne goes to for work. Suzanne says that her greatest lesson from practicing street photography is that she's become much more observant to the things that happen around her, even when she's not shooting. During our conversation, Suzanne shares some very practical advice for street photographers of all levels. Bottom line, she says that to make better photos and to be more comfortable shooting in public areas, you have to do it a lot. Like anything else, it takes practice. Although Suzanne may come across as quiet and somewhat humble, her skills as a photographer speak for themselves, and she produces some of the most humorous images that I've seen in a long time. I learned a lot from her during our conversation together, and you can too when you have a listen to my conversation with Suzanne Baumgartner. With me today is Suzanne Baumgartner. We met uh, last year, more than a year ago now, at the Miami Street Photography Festival, where I had an opportunity to see her work. She did some pretty amazing stuff, and that's why she was there, because she was a finalist in the singles competition. So anyway, got to know her there, and Suzanne lives in Switzerland. She gets to travel. She was a pharmaceutical rep, and she travels around the area and gets to photograph and all these cool places that most of us would spend thousands of dollars to travel to. So Suzanne, welcome. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Bob. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad to get you on here. I've been wanting to have you on here since we met last year. Well, actually, it was 2018. Still just a little yeah. over a year ago. Suzanne, uh, before we really get into things, why don't you tell us about your background in photography, how you got started and how you got into street photography in particular? That's actually quite a funny story. I think it's about 15 years ago when I started with the company I'm still working for. Um, I met a young guy and he worked, he's a doctor, a medical doctor. He uh, worked in the hospital, one of the hospitals. I 
um, hard to see, and he always carried a camera in his in his pockets. Wherever he was, he took pictures of his friends, of his um, colleagues, everywhere. And he used to send me quite a few emails. And whenever he sent me a mail, he attached a photo. And I liked that pretty much. So after some time, I bought my own first little camera and started to do the same. And that really... I really enjoyed and it was a lot of fun and like this, um, I also had a friend who was a photographer later on and I came across the German photo platform, the uh, photo community. I started uploading pictures there and it was quite nice because I also started to, to talk to people behind the scene. And it was quite an active community. People met in little groups and went out for um, shooting. And so I got to know a few people. And especially, especially about the street photography, there was one guy and I, he lived in Munich and I lost a bet about a, a photo and I had to travel to Munich to spend him a beer, to buy him a beer. That's a long um, way to go to buy somebody a beer. <laughs> but like this, I, step after step, I came into street photography. And I'm still there. I'm still enjoying it. I, I think still it's lots of fun because when, wherever I go, I also carry a, a camera and... You can do it everywhere. You don't have to look for a specific place or whatever. You just shoot. That's how it started. That's true. You you can shoot anywhere. You don't have to go up to exotic places. Many of us get tired of photographing in our own hometowns. You're fortunate because you travel a lot and you're in different places all the time, right? Mm, it's mainly on my holidays. Most of the places I go on holidays or for a longer weekend or whatever. So when you were in Miami, did you have an opportunity to do street photography there? Mm, it was more hanging out with the people and have some fun. Not so much this time, but a few years ago I was there. The first time when I was a finalist, I had a, a better opportunity to shoot. This time, not, not that much. Yeah, Miami's a pretty interesting place to shoot. Definitely. It's also a big city. I mean, I didn't stay at the beach, and I think this is the main area in, in Miami, or maybe Wynwood. Well, when I was there, I was there the same time as you, and, I mean, like you had, I'd only been to the beach or the cruise ship dock. When I was there for the festival, I wound up staying in another part of town, Coconut Grove, and I visited a lot of the neighborhoods and, and found it very interesting. It's a very, very different city. It's not, a, not your typical American city, that's for sure. I mean, when I was there about, oh, first time, it's more than 30 years, it was much more interesting. Oh, yeah, definitely. I really loved that place. But then I didn't go for many, many years. And when I turned back in 2013, I was a bit disappointed because of all those big Trump Towers and big hotels. The small, crazy motels, they, they were motels, they were gone. 
it changed a lot, but it's still a nice place, of course. So what other types of photography do you do besides street photography? Mm, actually, not much. Oh, <laughs> a purist. That's good. So far, yes. So what is it about street photography that interests you? As I said earlier, you can do it everywhere. And as I most of the tra uh, time travel on my own, it keeps me always busy. Just go out and do my walks and stroll around and enjoy my time. So I see that you enter for many contests. That's how I met you. So what prompts you to, to enter contests? Mm, I don't know. I think it's like everybody. Sometimes I like to compete <laughs> and see if I can. Yeah, and you certainly have. I mean, just looking at your um, at the exhibitions you've been in and your awards, you've, you've done quite a bit in a pretty short period of time. Yeah, the, the group exhibitions was mainly um, of, of contest, that's true. But I mean, Miami went also to Milano. That was a second opportunity. But some, some exhibitions I got inv invited to. So it's a, it's a mix. It's a mixture, a mixture. I know many people find it difficult to edit their own photos or curate their own photos and make decisions about what to enter in contests mm -hmm. or what to submit even to our magazine or to put on their own website. I mean, how do you make those decisions? You take a lot of photographs. Uh, what do you look for when you narrow down your, your photos to enter into a contest? Most of the time, the, the choice is not that hard as I'm not shooting thousands of frames. When, when I see something, then it, 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 something um, catches my eye. I wouldn't say most of the time, but many times then I get a, a photo. As I don't have that uh, a big choice, I, I think it's much easier to choose which one I like or which one makes a good frame or which one is... Looks not perfect, but looks good. Maybe has a nice graphics or, or, or about the colors or the situation itself. Well, it works for you, that's for sure. I'm quite happy with that. I wish I could have more time to go out and shoot. That's the main problem. Yeah, don't we all? It is a, a pretty time-consuming pastime and... When you have to work. So when you're shooting, it sounds like you're very intentional about what you photograph. You say you don't take a lot of pictures. What are you looking for? Do you go out with a clear mind, really not thinking much and just seeing? Or do you have uh, an objective every time you go out? No, definitely not. I just walk around and I get other, I'm tired of lots of things which one has seen lots of times, so that doesn't trigger me. Like my pictures are, most of the times it's, it's unique situations which one hasn't seen that often, or at least I haven't seen them. I mean, everything is photographed, but... Well, I notice a lot of your photos are, are funny, they're humorous. Is that because you have a good sense of humor? 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. You have some pretty funny photographs, especially uh, one I see in your a recent one in your uh, in your Instagram feed. It's one where a guy seems to be reaching behind himself between his legs, and a woman is holding his hand. I don't know what's happening, but it's hilarious. That was actually in Brussels. Boy Scouts did some exercise on a on a square, and that that looked funny for me as well. So that's why I took the picture. So when you photograph a scene like that, will you take one shot and move on, or do you tend to take several photographs from different angles, working the scene, as they say? Yes, if possible, yes. Once in a while, I have just one single shot, but most of the times it's more than one. Now, I also saw that you were involved in the uh, the first German street photography festival. You were a juror in this one. The, the German street photo festival, yes. Correct. There, I was invited to the jury. That's right. As a matter of fact, in December, we our feature photographer is uh, Bastian Hertel, mm-hmm. who was involved in the festival with uh, Marco Marco Larousse. They both do some amazing work. Mm-hmm. How was your experience? What was the experience like being a juror? It was very interesting to see what people submit and then try to to, to find really the interesting photos. I mean, if you look at pictures, you have a certain idea or a certain style you like, but then you have... To forget about what you like and focus on the, the photos itself to choose the, the special ones. Later on, a nice exhibition. And I found that interesting, but also demanding. I mean, I did that for the first time. And I think um, just for the people who submit the pictures, one really has to take this job serious. Yeah, you really do. It's time-consuming. Yes. And stressful. I find it stressful when I when I judge contests. You want to treat everybody fairly and be objective. And it's hard. Like you say, it's hard to put your own personal tastes aside and consider all styles and all perspectives, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Are you going to do it again next year? I don't know. So far, I didn't hear anything. No, I think they will invite some new people. We will see. I don't know yet. Maybe I go to the festival this time myself because last time I couldn't could get to to do Germany at this time of the year. But um, we will see. Maybe you should come. I would love to, especially if they pay my way, I, <laughs> which I... they won't. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've never been to Germany. That's on my list. I want to go there. I want to go to Switzerland too. Oh yeah, of course you have to. Just as I told you before, we're going to uh, New Zealand and Australia uh, mm-hmm. in just a few weeks. So that's going to use up a lot of our money and a lot of our times. Probably have to wait till 2021 before I go back to Europe. Oh, why not? I mean, time time is running, so not too long. You're absolutely right. Not getting any younger. I cannot. So of all these uh, these exhibits you've been in and contest you've been in so which is your favorite miami is miami i was there when it was the third edition i think second or third still in winwood in a little shed 
and that I, I really enjoyed it. And you know, after this time now, the people are my friends, like Lynn, like Veronica, um, Juan, the people you meet there every, every year. It's very nice. Yeah, it was uh, for me personally. It was an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. It was exhausting, but in a good way. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I can't wait to go back. I hope to go go back uh, this year. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a lot closer for me than it is for you. Yeah, maybe. Eh? <laughs> but you know, maybe you remember the meeting of women in street. That was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed to meet all those women. It was it was so much fun. And for that, I really would like to go back. Go for it. If I can, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to Winwood? Uh, no, I didn't get over there. Um, I had been in Miami just a few weeks before. We were there. We were there for a few days on our way to Cuba, mm -hmm. and I wanted to go to Winwood then. And then, of course, during Art Basel would be even more interesting. But uh, so that's definitely on my list next time I go. Because as I said, the first time that was in the middle of of Winwood, and it was so much different. It was much less commercial. Commercial had the right expression. And all those murals, they were so beautiful. And all those old sheds and those little buildings worn down, but all those paintings, that, that was really, really beautiful. And one of my pictures is also from, was made there. That's the one with the striped pants. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's one of my favorites of yours. That's made in Winwood. So you've been doing a lot of shooting over the years. Can you think of one thing that's happened to you that's most remarkable and that you've really learned something from? Mm -hmm. I still have some pictures just in my head, and I wasn't fast enough. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. I mean, I enjoyed the moment, and I still remember it, but... I, it's a bit sad that I don't have the photo, but but that I I think it's still one of my problems. Once in a while, I just look and see what what other observe what's going on and enjoy the moments without taking pictures. Sure, especially when you're in a new place. Sometimes sometimes it's just nice watching what people are doing or what's happening. So no, I agree. There's nothing like like sitting in a cafe on the street and just watching people go by, enjoying a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or something. Sometimes it's so fascinating that I forget to do, <laughs> push the button. Yeah. That's okay. I, I mean, I, that's okay. No problem. So speaking of the button, what kind of gear are you using? What camera are you using and lenses? I have a Sony, a 7S, and it's a 35 millimeter, and I use uh, actually just this one. I have a zoom lens, but I hardly ever use it. So what's been your biggest, I don't know, let's so I'll use an American term, maybe it doesn't make sense, your biggest aha moment, the biggest surprise you had? I mean, what I, what I learned is that I'm much more uh, conscious about my surroundings that I very often see details my friends just miss, nobody sees. 
you you get much more to know from your surroundings from what people are doing what they look like if they have new glasses or whatever i mean you're just more awake or more, i don't know yeah more observant that for sure yes so what you're saying is because you do street photography you pay closer attention to everything not to everything but when i walk around for sure oh that's quite a gift and that's why you make such nice images because you are paying attention Maybe. That's true, because when, when you're walking down the street, whether you're photographing or not, most people are just moving along, getting from one place to the other, and, and they don't really see what's going on around them. Mm, that for sure is a, is a gift, that one is more conscious, conscious more aware what's, of what's going on. So what inspires you? What inspires me? Yeah, what do you, where do you get your inspirations I look at photos of some of my friends. I have a few photo books. Once in a while I go to an exhibition. It's like most of the people. I have a look at lots of photos on Instagram, Flickr. Who inspires you the most right now? I mean, Mario Cuic, as I said before, the, the German guy from Munich. He was a, or he's still a great street photographer. He's just not that active anymore. But still, I learned a lot from him. And uh, Siegfried Hansen is also a friend of mine. And I really uh, admire his photos because his, his style is really very unique. And But I never, ever want to copy someone. I try to do my stuff, but maybe make a, com a combination of the graphic and the funny scene or playing with colors or whatever. I think it's hard to copy somebody else. Mm -hmm. You can't do it like they can. And you have to be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And as I said before, I just, most of the time I tr try to find these unique situations. And as they are hard to find, my output is low. So if somebody is... Say they're new to street photography or they're, or they're trying to get better at it. And they've come to the realization that they don't, that they don't really see or they're having a hard time seeing what's really going on. Do you have any suggestions of something that they can do to get better at that? Hmm. I think the most important thing is just to go out and shoot. And the more time you spend on the street and observing you automatically change. Just from practice. Yes. Yeah, I saw a movie once. It was about writers. And I remember one of the characters made a comment, a writer writes. So you're not a writer unless you're writing. And I guess you can say the same thing about a photographer or even street photographer. You're not really a street photographer if you're not actually doing it, right? Exactly. That's right. I see that by uh, myself once in a while when I have a break, it's hard to do, to go out and, and discover quickly the, the things I'm, I'm interested in or to find the situations which trigger me to, to make some photos. And I think when you go out more often or often, it, it becomes like a... A habit you you get used to it you are not not as shy anymore you're not as afraid anymore to take some pictures you you get braver and braver and the, the 
pictures closer and closer. Things change when you go out often. Yeah, it's like a muscle. You have to exercise it, right? I know myself, when I first go out, it takes me a while to warm up. Mm -hmm. Do you do anything to warm up? Mm. Then I take just some photos of, I don't know, from some flowers or from some trees or some situations I'm not really interested in, but just to warm up to get into it. I mean, when you just carry the, the camera in your pocket, then you don't have the camera out when the situation is here you are looking for. So you need to have it in your hand, around your neck, and it must be, you must, you just must be ready. And you can warm up with some easy shoots or simple shoots or whatever. I don't know how to call that exactly. Just do it, right? Yeah. You just must be ready when then the interesting situation comes up. Yeah, well, thanks for that. So what's next for you? What are you working on now? I'm working on a book. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Tell us about it. It's it's a collection of my, I don't know, best pictures or my favorite pictures. It, or some pictures, they make nice couples. It's, it's a mix of my of the last 10 years, I would say. So how are you making it? Are you... Are you having it published, or it will be it will be an ebook, or publish on demand? Mm, I tried to self-publish it in a little edition. I, I haven't decided yet how many books, but as you know, I'm not a famous photographer. Then it will be hard to sell, but maybe for my family and friends, and <laughs> <laughs> some for a box <laughs> somewhere. So, when do you think it'll be available? Maybe sometime last year. And eh, last year, we are in the new year already. Maybe in the middle of the year. Maybe a little bit longer, I don't know. I still have to do a hard decision, so that what takes me time. Next few months. So in the meantime, tell us where people can learn more about you and see your work online. I have a homepage. And, of course, Instagram. And what's the address for your homepage? In, in English, it's W. W three times, and then it's Suzanne, and then is it a hyphen? Hyphen, correct, yeah. Baumgartner.ch So it would be a, a dot CH, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yes. Yep, yep. And, uh, and what's your Instagram address? That's... Baumgartner underline Suzanne. That's easy. That's easy. And we'll put, uh, yeah, we'll put both links in the uh, show notes so everybody can link to Suzanne's work. And I recommend you follow her on Instagram. She's a very prolific Instagram poster. And she's always got something new up there. Yes, that's certainly the channel which is the most, where I'm mostly active. Yep, it's the place to be. At the moment, yes. Yeah, that's right. Who knows what it'll be next year. Well, Suzanne, well, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time, and especially in the evening. And I uh, look forward to seeing you again in person sometime. Yeah, hopefully we meet in Miami again. Mm -hmm.